Yo, what's up, guys? Um, so today I'm just going to talk about my story. I mean, I don't have any, like, special-looking story or, or, like, sounding story or anything, but I just feel like maybe I can relate to some people on, like, what's going on throughout my life and my past experiences and how it's got me to where I am today and on the path that I am today. I, f- I feel like my past experiences and the decisions that I've made have also, like, changed me and they've made me to the person I am today. So... I'll start off with, so I'll start from in high school. So in high school, um, I, was, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life. Like I, I was really passionate about fitness. I love training. I love doing all that kind of stuff. But I never really, I just, I, I wanted, I remember like I, I was really close to like deciding that I was going to, I was going to be like a, like a physio, like doing studying physiotherapy. But um, I just had this this thing where I just like in year 11 and year 12 because you had the option to do ATAR or non-ATAR so I just was like you know what stuff it I'm just going to enjoy my last schooling years with my mates I'm just going to go to school every day just do what I need to do and just have fun with the boys and I did like I, I loved honestly I reckon year 11 and year 12 was probably one of the most best time best times of my schooling like schooling life and it was a bit weird because, like, for everyone else, it was the complete opposite. Like, they were all studying really hard. And don't get me wrong, I was studying really hard because with non-ATAR, you, you can choose. So, there's, like, non-ATAR English, which, which was, like, English studies. And then there was um there was some all, all these different, like, non-ATAR subjects. But I was doing a few ATAR subjects. So, I was doing ancient history because I was really interested about ancient history and just, like, where, like how we've developed over time and all that kind of stuff. I just... I loved all that shit, especially, I'm pretty sure we studied, um, like, the Spartans and some stuff in Greece and Pompeii and all that kind of stuff, and that shit was so interesting. I love that so much, man. Um, but, yeah, I also, I also studied PDHP, and I fucking loved PDHP, and I'm pretty sure I did really good in my PDHP exam, so I'm like, damn, I should have done ATAR. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I just wanted to have, like, a really good time with my mates in the, my last school and year, so that's what I did. And then after, at the time, I was also working in Hogsworth Cafe, um, and I absolutely loved that that job. I got that job through work placement because I was doing hospitality as well. So they noticed that like I was working hard and all that stuff, and I got along with the manager really well. So he, he hired me, and that was my first my first job ever. Like I was applying at Macca's, I was applying at Woolies. I never got a callback or anything because I don't I don't know why. And that was the first job that gave me an opportunity to like show my skills and my work ethic and stuff. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I was getting paid fucking shit. I was getting paid like $10 an hour or, or something. It was just, it was, it was nothing. But like at the time it was something because I was getting paid nothing at the time. And then I was only getting paid like maybe a couple hundred a week. But still like that was just, that was happy. I was enjoying working. I was going to work. I was just chilling with my friends at work making some money I was doing dishes as well which is like the bottom of like fucking work but like I didn't mind it because I I was having fun it worked didn't feel like work so I was doing that for about so I got that in year 11 I got a lisp I don't know if you've noticed but I've got like a little bit of a lisp (laughs) so I got that job in year 11 and then I was working that through for a year and then one of the one of the other workers that I worked with I mentioned to her that like my parents were like pushing for me to get a trade after I finished year twelve because I didn't know what I really wanted to do. So I was just like, yeah, all right, I'll get, I'll get a, I'll try a trade and see what the, all the hype is about and stuff. So I tried the trade out, and um, 
Uh, sorry. Uh, so I, I like asked my workmate like, uh, actually, uh, rewind. <laughs> so I told my workmate like that I was looking for a trade. And then she was like, oh, yeah, my brother, like, owns a carpentry business and he's looking for an apprentice. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, sweet. I'm, I'll, I'll, be, I'll do that. So then the next week, or I got in touch with the brother and then the next week I got the job. I went and had a trial. And, like, well, the main, the main like, thing that we were doing that week was building a granny flat. So they full fucking had me on the roof on my second day, fucking learning how to put all the noggins in and build all the walls and all that kind of stuff. And it was pretty cool. It was like it was a new skill. So I think I like I it was interesting to me to learn how to like how to build an actual building and stuff. So um, I did that and I enjoyed it. It was pretty cool. So I was like yeah, I'll come back next week. Fucking do it. And I stuck with it for for a fair bit. I'm pretty sure I made a podcast on this as well, but. This is just the whole, this this is like what it's turned my life into right now. So through that working that job, the first two years, or maybe first year and a half, I enjoyed it because I was just, I was learning all these new skills. I was learning how to build stuff, how to use my brain and figure out how like different things work and stuff. So I was, I was just developing myself that way. Um, but then I just started to gradually not like the, the, the work because I realize it's not what, I, what I'm passionate about and once I realized that I just started losing interest in all aspects of it and even though I know there's like different branches that you can go off so like with carpentry you can do like commercial carpentry you can just build houses build granny flats you can do cladding on the walls you can do all this different stuff but for what like what we were doing we were just doing mainly framework so we were building granny flats because my my boss had a um a contract with a granny flat company so we were always pumping granny flats and then we would do houses on the side we'll do some cladding jobs some renos the renos are really fun though like i feel like if i was to do like a demolition job i'd fucking enjoy that so much but <laughs> just getting a sledgehammer like smashing it through the, through the thing through the walls but um yeah so I just, I realized that like, I didn't want to do that as a career for my life. Cause I, I even told myself, oh man, I'll just stick with it. I'll get my certificate and then I'll go do something else after. And then that whole concept was just, did not make sense to me. I'm just like, why the fuck would I waste all this time to do, to, to then just like do something completely, completely different after it. So I was just like, nah, like this needs to go. But then I also, so I like, I, after two years in, I like, I wanted to quit. I wanted to like do something else, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I also had a lot of people around me saying, telling me to like, just stay with it. Like, this is life. Like you just need to do stuff you don't want to do. And to think about it now, it's just fucking, it's, that's what happens to a lot of kids. Like they have a lot of outside sources telling them that like they need to do something because like that's how life, that's how life is and all this fucking bullshit. Like it's a lot of parents, a lot of family, like brothers, sisters, like fuck, because that's what they've been through. That's all they know. But there's a lot more to life than doing something you don't want to do. Trust me. So after about a year, I got I got with my girlfriend at the time and she was pushing for me because she, she could tell like, it got to a point where like it really started to affect my mental health where I was waking up every morning and I was having like mental breakdowns every single morning, um, which then started affected my, my affect my overall mental health. So like I was just, I didn't see the point in just like doing anything. I'm, I'm pretty sure I was like pretty depressed as well. 
I was still training though. Training was the one thing that got me through it. Like I'd full do like a 10 hour day of just hard lifting and shit. And then I'd, I'd go straight to the gym because like it'd, it'd be like therapy. Like it, it just, it, I'd be really angry because I was, I was working with shit, with shit people as well. Like they'll just like yell at me, scream at me, fucking, and I'm no bitch, but like, I, I, I've always wanted to go to work and not, and like enjoy work. I got that concept from going and working at Hogsbreath. I thoroughly enjoyed working there. Even though I was getting paid shit, I thoroughly enjoyed going there because everyone was nice. I wasn't getting yelled at. We could just joke around and shit. Whereas these motherfuckers that I was working with in the carpentry business, they were just, they were, I just did not vibe with them. They were not on, we were not the same people. We all, we like different things. We'll just, yeah, it was just, I didn't, I didn't vibe with them. I don't know if I, maybe if I did vibe with like other people in the carpentry business, maybe I would have liked it a bit more. But in saying that, I just also didn't like the whole, just the whole thing. Like it's cool to build houses, but I just, it wasn't for me. I knew I had more in me to, 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 in life to, to focus on and like just help other people and all that kind of stuff. I didn't want to fucking build houses and shit. So I had more, I had more to give in life. That's what it was. I had more to give in life. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so then my girlfriend at the time, she was the only person that was pushing for me to like find something else. And she like, she knew that I had, there was like a lot of sources in my life, outside sources that were telling me to stay and all that kind of stuff, which is, which like, I understood why because that's like where they came from that's all they knew and stuff but she was the only one that was really pushing me to like go and try something else but I stuck with my job for a bit because I was still like you know I want to try and finish it just like but then it got to a point where like it really fucked me up and I was just like really angry upset depressed all the time and then about two and a half years in or maybe it was two years in I had an accident at work where I, I dropped a piece of like really heavy um timber on my finger when I was putting it on the wall and my, my finger got caught down the bottom of the, of the timber on between concrete and my finger pretty much like exploded at the top. So the top of my finger was like hanging off and then I went to the hospital and then the doctor told me that like, I'm going to have at least like, I think it was like rain. I might have like three months off work. And when he told me that I just had this sudden relief of just like, like all the stresses, all the anxiety, depression, everything just fucking vanished because I knew I didn't have to go to work the next day. How fucking crazy is that? That like that effect, I, that's how much I didn't like the work I was doing. I was literally dreading going to work. I was begging, I was begging God for it to rain every single day or for like us to just pump out a granny flat in like half a day. Like it got to a point where when I started I started getting good at like building the granite flats and stuff. I started helping out the bosses a lot because I'd, I'd full, I knew, I knew everything that I needed to do. I'd pump out all the walls. I'd get on the roof. I started doing the ceiling, helping the, the builder do like the roof and stuff. We would pump it out. Like it was got really good. And which is funny because right before I quit, I started getting really good at everything. Um, but I was, I, I still knew that like I didn't, that's why I, I didn't want to do that. It was good to learn, but I didn't want to do that. So anyway, so I had that accident where I crushed my finger. I like about three months off work. And in that three months time, I was pumping a lot of Gary V. 
I was just listening to all this positive stuff saying you need to find what you want to do in life. You need to try different things. You need to do all this stuff to try and figure yourself out. And it really stuck with me. It really stuck with me deeply. So once my finger started healing up and I was looking to go back to work and stuff, on my first day back, I quit because I was just like, I cannot put myself in this situation ever again in my life. I'm not going to do it. I'm fucking not going to put myself in that mental state where you're waking up and you're hating your life from the moment you wake up for the next 10 hours and then you go to gym and you're angry and you're trying to fucking get all the fucking anger out of your body by like training and stuff. And then that stuff also passes on into your other life aspects like with your relationships, with your friendships. Like I don't want to become the person to like look, like just wait for Friday and Saturday and Sunday to just drink every day like at the time i'm pretty sure i was like around 19 or 20 and like i loved going out and all that kind of stuff but i didn't want my life to be so i didn't want my life to be revolved around like just drinking every fucking friday and saturday and just looking forward to the weekend and stuff like i just even before i started watching gary Vee, i'm just like there's more to life than just drinking and partying and just looking forward to friday and saturday like you have six other day oh sorry six you have five other days in the week where you want like where you should be enjoying yourself you should be looking forward to life not just friday and saturday and sunday so that was that was everything that was going on in my head and there was a lot going on in my head and i had a lot of stuff to figure out about myself and what i wanted to do but i made the decision even though my, my family were saying you need to stick with it because you need money and all that kind of stuff. I knew deep down that I that was the right decision, that I needed to make that decision then and there. I needed to like not get back in the system, in the rhythm of things. On the first day, I needed to quit, so I quit. And I went home and I told my mom that I quit and I nearly started bawling my eyes out because I was just like, this is, like, this is another chapter in my life. This is like the next step that I'm taking. And she, I, she knew, she knew it was a big deal as well because she started tearing up, and she's like, "I bet you feel like it was just like everything just like brushed off your shoulders, like a relief." And I'm like, "Yeah, it was." And it's it's funny to think about that now, like how it was just like a really hard time for me. It was like a really really hard time, and like I know some people don't understand. I mean, some people will understand if they've been through it, but like just doing something that you hate for so long and then it takes out that toll on your, on your body, on your mind, you just, yeah, it was pretty fucked up. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so luckily, like I had a connection, my girl, my ex-girlfriend or my girlfriend at the time, um, her cousin worked at a bar and commercial hotel. So I had a job, I had a job lined up there. I just had to wait because I still had a cast on my finger. So I just had to wait two weeks or a week for the, for the cast to come off. And then I was in, I was in the bar. I was fucking doing three shifts a week, learning how to do everything and stuff. And I, the first week I questioned whether I was doing the right thing because I sucked at the bar work. I never, I mean, at Hogsbeth, I just turned 18. So I just did a couple bar shifts there, but I never really knew how to pour beers. I never knew anything about the spirits. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about it. I was full fresh, but I was like, you know what? I want to fucking learn this shit because I'm trying a new thing. And when you try new things, you need to be you want to you need to want to learn how to do it. Otherwise, you're not going to learn it. So the first week or two weeks were a bit a bit rough. Even the fr- my first Friday shift was 
fucked. It was so busy. Oh my gosh. Like, luckily, like, I didn't, I, I just, I didn't want to like interrupt with everyone's work because I didn't know what I was doing. So I didn't want to go behind the bar. I was like, up. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put myself on the floor. I'm just going to pick up every single glass that I see on the, on the floor and just work my hardest and try and show the managers that I'm still keen. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm ready to go behind the bar yet. So the first week I was just, I was on the floor. I learned how to do everything, but I was just, when it was busy, I didn't go behind the bar. I was just trying to show how hard I can work by just making sure the floor is all clean. And I did. The manager noticed, like, fuck, I haven't seen you stop in, like, eight hours. You've just been on the floor for eight hours. I'm like, yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I did that. And then after, like, a week or two, one of my one of my workmates, she was like to me, come behind the bar. And I'm like, I'll show you how to do everything. And I was like, okay, sweet. So, like, we went behind the bar and she was showing me how to do everything. I, I don't know if any of you worked behind a bar before, but, like, or oh, you don't even need to. When you're pouring a shot, a shot is 30 mils and you use like a pourer. And when I was pouring the bottle, the, the nip pourer that you pour out of was facing the wrong way and I was pouring, I was a fucking mess. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but I learned. I kept trying. I kept trying and like I was watching what everyone else was doing just quietly and stuff. And I was asking a lot of questions, like a lot of questions. And I would apologize for asking a lot of questions, but that's just how I learned. I'd rather, I'm, I'm a like, that's how I learn. I ask a lot of questions and that's what a lot of people were getting angry at me for in the first job, the carpentry job, because I was asking so many questions on stuff that I wanted to learn, but then they got pissed at me for asking so many questions. So I was like, it's, it's stunted my growth a bit where like I stopped asking them questions because I was scared to get screamed at. But then at this bar, I was just pumped. I was asking everyone questions on how to do everything. And then I was learning and then for the first year, like I improved a lot. I improved quite a lot. And then we got some new management and then they made me a manager after a year, which is pretty cool. Like it felt pretty good. I felt like I was doing a really good job and I just proved, I proved to myself that like if you're doing something that you enjoy and you work hard at it, good things will come. I fucking thoroughly enjoyed working at the bar or I still work at the bar, but not at the moment because of COVID and stuff, but I... For me, that did not feel like, feel like work because I was working with a lot of young people. Even my bosses, like, they were pretty cool besides a few <laughs> at the time. Now they're all cool, but, um, yeah, it just, like, I, it just proved, to, it proved, it was something that happened in my life that proved to me where if you, if you do a job, sorry, I just had snot. If you do a job that you enjoy, you will improve in it significantly, like, a lot because it won't feel like work. You can go there every day. You won't feel... I mean, there will be times where you feel stress and you get a bit of anxiety and all that stuff, which is totally normal. That's fine. But, like, you, you won't be dreading going to work. And that was a big thing for me because I realized, like, this is actually a real thing. If you find something that you enjoy doing, you can go to that job every single day. You can make money. You can have fun. You can chill with your friends. You can do all these different things and it doesn't feel like work. And you're making money. So that was a big thing in my life. Um, and then, so I was doing that for, for like a year, I got, became manager and then I've been there ever since until like obviously COVID, um, happened and it closed down, but now it's reopening next week. Um, but a month before COVID happened, cause mind you throughout this whole, my whole life journey, if you would, if you will, training's always been there. I've always loved training and I've been trying to 
I've been trying to figure out whether it's just like a hobby or if it's like therapy or what. And I even had this conversation with someone and, and they said, you shouldn't work at a gym or you shouldn't do anything with gym because then you, you will get sick of your hobby. But like I'm passionate about like being fit and helping people being fit. Like I remember there was a couple of times when I was training at Riley's gym, um, the gym that I train at now. And like some people would come up to me and ask me if I can help them and stuff. Cause I never, I never really was the person to go up to someone and like be like, Oh bro, you're doing that thing wrong. Like, cause then I don't know. Some people take it a bit weirdly. Like they just think like, Oh, look at this fucking guy. Like telling me how to like lifting shit. I didn't want to be that person. I would, I wouldn't like, I would just, I wouldn't offer like to help them. But when people would come ask me for help, I would help them with everything that I know. I'd give them all the advice that I know, all that kind of stuff. I'd try and be as helpful as I can if they ask me. So, like, this one person, this guy came and asked me, like, asked him, uh, he asked me about my squat. And I asked him to show me how he squats and stuff, and his form was pretty fucked up. But, like, I helped him. I full fucking just helped him i told him how to why to put his feet it's like the way how he should be upright where he should be holding the bar and different like all these different things and after i helped that guy it was just like a like a something changed in my brain where i was like fuck this is what i want to do this is what i want to do i want to fucking help people and that was like a game-changing moment for me where i was just like i'm gonna turn my hobby which i'm really passionate about and turn it into like a career of like helping people, which would through be like PT or Instagram or YouTube or all these different things. Like there's all these different avenues they can take to help people. So I started really thinking about it. And then I even like, I spoke to some people that, that work in a gym and they were saying, don't be a PT because the market's too saturated. And I'm just like, that's the most fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, the market's saturated, but if you're good, you will stand out. And I'm just <laughs> the the fact that people think that it, that would be that'd be like I don't know I don't know how people can think like that. I feel like it's a bit negative. Um, but yeah, so then I started like researching a bit, and I started looking at courses to do and stuff. So just before, like two months before COVID happened, I was looking. I was like getting in touch with this, with this um course I was going to sign up for to start my PT course. Um, and then I also started on Instagram, um, and I just started posting every single day, like, oh, not every single day. I think during that, when I, the first initial stages of my Instagram, I was posting stuff on like my lifts, my PBs, um, like sets and stuff I was doing. Like it was just, it wasn't not, it was like, it wasn't much. It was just some stuff to like, it was actually more for me to document what I was doing. And I was hoping for me documenting what I was doing, I would be able to help other people. That was the whole concept behind it. Um, so I started posting videos here and there. And then I, I started like going all in on it. I started reading a lot of books on self-development, which have helped me a lot because I've opened my mind to all these different things about life. And it's just, it's good to read some positive stuff, especially podcasts. I've been pumping so many podcasts because when, especially when you walk, because when you, when you exercise, you actually can retain more more information it's a, it's a fucking proven fact so like every morning now i've been like or even before covid i would go on the treadmill and i would for at first i would on the, on the treadmill i was listening to like sets of hard style and stuff but then i started re- listening to books and podcasts and all these different things 
So I really started to like take in a lot of information and I was just like, my brain was just like going crazy. It was really good. It was, it was a good time. Um, and then I started going all in on it. I was like, you know what? I need to like, I want to go all in on it. This is what I want to do. So bef- a couple of weeks before COVID happened, I started applying at different gyms and I had a role lined up at a gym and the gym's closed. <laughs> so I was just like, fuck, I'm burning. Because <laughs> I was like, I already told my bosses and stuff. I was like, you know, this is, this is it. This is like, I'm going to, if I get a gym job, wherever it may be, like, I'm going to, I'm going to go there. I'm going to, I might still work on like Fridays and Saturdays at the bar, but my main focus is going to be just working in the gym. We're learning how everything goes because like, I've always, I've always wanted to open my own gym. That's like been a goal of mine ever since I was like in high school because I'd always watch like um, Rob Bailey and Daniel and Bailey and they own like fucking five different gyms, but they're all different gyms. And they always posted videos of them training in their own warehouse gym, which is like a mad big gym. They'd build their own equipment. They had all the best equipment. All these people would come and train there. It was all around this like really good culture that they had. And I was just like, fuck, I would love to open a gym. And even with that, people would always tell me like the market's too saturated. Like there's all, like, why are you going to open a gym? There's already too many gyms and all this shit. And there was just a lot of negativity, but like that's what I want to do. And I feel like I know what will make a good gym. I feel like I know we'll make a good gym. That's why my gym will be better than like a lot of the commercial gyms that are out there, like Anytime Fitness and Plus Fitness and stuff. Not that I have anything against those gyms. I, I used to train at Anytime Fitness as well. I trained there for like fuck a fair bit, a few, few years. But I just found it was too commercialized. It was a bit, it was a bit soft in a sense where like there was just TVs everywhere, cardio machines, fucking shit music, shit vibe. The colors on the walls were fucking purple. Like, who the fuck wants to train at a gym with the the, the the walls are purple? Like, it was just I don't know. I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. So then I moved to Riley's. I, I I've trained at Riley's a couple of times before I moved there. And when I was training there before, they had all old equipment and stuff. Um, and it was a really like hectic vibe. Like there was a lot of big people there, big guys training. And I just found it so motivating. So. I moved to Riley's, Riley's at Seven Hills and, and Winnie. Um, and then I never looked back. My gains progressed significantly just because every day you'd go there, there'd always be someone bigger than you. And I just used that to, as motivation to train hard every single day. Like, I just, I'd fucking wreck myself every single day. <laughs> it was fucking mad. And I got bigger, I got, I got stronger. The vibe was good. Like, there was a, there's a lot of night. Like, the people, when I first went there, they, f- they looked intimidating. But, like, when I actually started speaking to them and stuff, actually, no, they came up and started speaking to me. And when I realized, like, these people were nice, I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah. So I just opened myself and I started speaking to everyone and stuff. It was fucking mad. Like, that's the, type, that's the type of vibe that I want in my gym. I just want everyone to feel welcome, whether you're female, male, like, old or young or whatever. Like, we're all just one team trying to get the same goal, achieve the same goal, which is, like, increase your fitness and your health and all that kind of stuff. So that's what, what, that's what I want my future gym to be, like, the culture to be about. Um, but, yeah, so then the COVID happened and then the gym's closed. So I didn't, I didn't end up getting that role. Well, I still might anyway, if the, when the gym's reopen, hopefully. But if they don't, then I'm just going to apply it every single other gym. Um but during this time, I just really like knuckled down. During the COVID, I really knuckled down. I just I was been reading a lot of books, reading a lot of podcasts, um, 
doing a lot of my PT course that I, that I can do at the moment. Just trying to better myself and try my try put myself a step ahead of everyone um, that aren't taking use that aren't doing anything with this time. Like I know a lot of people that have just been like watching Netflix, um, just fuck fucking around, you know, doing all that shit, which is f- totally fine. That's I've got nothing wrong with that, but I just feel like this period for me was a lot like the period where which I had um when I crushed my finger. It was for me personally like that's the it's just sort of the same sort of the same thing where like it's just a break. During that time when I crushed my finger, I had a break for three months. I got I had had three months where I could just chill at home. I'd I'd still try and go train and stuff, but I was just, I didn't have to go to work. I had nothing stressing me out. I could really focus. I could read. I could listen to all these different things, telling me like giving me advice on what I can do. And that's what I did during COVID. I read a lot of podcasts, positive podcasts on entrepreneurship, freelancing, um, how to open your mind with certain different things. Um, just trying to better better educate myself in like the fasting stuff, the keto stuff, on your health, longevity. Trying to be I, I, like I I learned that like longevity is really important. I had this moment where like I was walking. This was actually a couple months ago. Where I was walking around Woolies or Woolworths. Um, and I had this moment where like, I saw a lot of old people and they all were just walking with like walking sticks or like they looked, they they had like something wrong with their hands, like it was shaking and stuff. And I'm just like, why does that happen to old people? Why does it just happen when they hit like 70 and their health just declines straight away? So then that's when I started, like I was reading, I was reading the own the day book as well at the time. And he was mentioning all this stuff about foods and how it can like poison your body and cause all these diseases and stuff. So then I started reading other books that he that he mentioned in his book, and it just like really opened my mind to like there's a lot of misinformation out there and misconceptions about nutrition, um, what's good for you, what's bad for you, um, like fats and how all this stuff can affect your health, like whether it's heart diseases, um, causing obesity, which is probably one of the main reasons why obesity is one of the biggest um, factors in mortality in the world because there's just so much misinformation out there. Um, and I want to be out, like obviously my goal for, for help for my fitness and health at the moment is to get as strong and healthy as I can be right now while also staying a bit lean. Um, but now my, my focus is really push towards like longevity and feeling really good in like 70 years or 80 years whatever like I don't want to just be healthy when I'm to like when I'm 60 and then all of a sudden it just fucking declines like I want to be healthy for fucking I want to live like a long beautiful life I want to be able to see my kids I want to be able to see my grandkids and I remember I said this in the other podcasts as well and not many people think of it like that that way but I don't know it's just how I think now like everything that I eat I'm, I'm like, I, I, I'll still eat burgers and I'll still eat like a chocolate or whatever. I'm not like full strict, like no, no bad food, like health, not only healthy food and stuff, but by reading these books about nutrition, by listening to all these podcasts from these smart people, it's just educated me where I am, I'm mindful now about what I'm eating. I'm more intuitive with my body. Like if I'm feeling a bit tired, it's probably because I've had too much carbs if I'm lacking a certain vitamin, I can sort of feel it. I've learned all these. I've learned about all these really good vitamins that you should be having in your diet. 
um, the, the effect that fat has on your body and how you can go into ketosis through fasting, all these different things that like can benefit your body. And the only reason why people aren't doing these things is because there's not much stuff, there's not much studies that, that were done on it, but now there's a lot more studies that are coming out that are proving all these different things. There's a lot more information coming out there, a lot of books. The books that I'm reading, they're very good. There's all this, this information that like, I'm trying to funnel through like my Instagram and all social media platforms. So that's why I'm posting a lot of stuff on like ways that you can better optimize your body because I realize energy is like a main factor in how you perform on your daily, on a daily basis. And if you can change the way, if you can change your energy levels, you can change all the aspects in your life, whether it be like working, studying, training, just the way you feel will determine how you, how you operate throughout your day. But yeah, so like back on to back on to like my story. So doing all, doing all those decisions, making all that making all those decisions throughout my life has got me to where I am today. And if I didn't make those decisions, starting from like leaving that job that I hated, I know I wouldn't be here today. I'd probably still be working there. I'd probably still be, I, I don't know. I'd probably be even in a even in a worse state. Maybe I'd just be depressed. If I can be drinking every day, who knows? But um, I just feel like there's so many opportunities out there these days for like people to take a, to take a hold of, and they're, they're just scared. And I know like being scared is totally fine, but like sometimes you just need to take the leap and you need to just do what you need to do. I remember I watched a, a video from Gary Vee the other day, and he said just do what feels right, which is so true. Like I was just doing what felt right for me, and that's what that's what's got me to where I am today. Like for the job, I knew, I felt, and I knew that like that carpentry job wasn't for me. So I quit. I got a job that I liked. I thoroughly enjoyed working there. I became a manager. Um, and then I'm still working there to, like till now. But now my focus has changed more onto something that I want to do in my life as a career. So now I'm focusing more on that career. It's just, it's like evolved into this whole thing where like it all started from that one decision. It's I've been I've been doing good. I, I feel like it was a it was a good decision. Um I've just been focusing on myself a lot. I've been reading a lot of books, trying to better educate myself. I've been meditating a lot. I've just been becoming one one with my body and my in my mind. They're all they're all working together really good. It's really good. <laughs> but yeah, that's um that's my story. Hopefully that will that'll be helpful to some people that are in like a shitty situation. Even with this COVID, um this COVID thing in like once your job reopens, like if you don't like that job, I hundred percent recommend that you do not go back to that job, because if you don't go back to that job, that means you're gonna have to find another job, and it's just gonna force you to do stuff that you didn't think you were gonna do, and you never know where that shit will might lead, like where it might lead you. It might lead you to somewhere better, or it might lead you to somewhere worse. But you'll never know if you don't try it. So that's my story. That's what's got me to where I am today. And hopefully that was a bit helpful to some people who are listening. Peace out. I'll see you next time.